two and one. Back here on the Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly, Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. You get us each and every Saturday here on 670 The Score, Chicago's premier sports medicine program. Dr. Cole, uh, you deal with a lot of parents when it comes to uh, to youth sports, and they're probably, uh, boy, they get involved, don't they? Yeah, that's that's always some of the most interesting office visits when we have some of our young athletes who are really functioning at a pretty elite level. Um, but the, the biggest challenge is the dynamic between the kid and, and, the, and, the, and the parents who often have very different views on uh, where they are today and where they might be tomorrow. Uh, I've seen many, many Major League Baseball player uh, definitives. They're going to be there at the age of 13. So um, it, we learn a lot from those interactions. It's, yeah. it's actually it's, it's probably the more challenging but entertaining and uh, 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 interesting parts of my job for young athletes. On the other end of that um, is when the parents don't want to be very serious. They say, let's face it, we don't have any NHL players here. There's no Major League Baseball players here. My wife and I look and I go, why kid, kill the kid's dream? I mean, you know what? That means they don't want to be serious and work as hard as my son wants to work. So I always get yeah. that of it, of it too. I see yeah. that end of it. Yeah, and you're, yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think you always want, you know, some of these kids probably know in their heart they're never going to be at that level, but they want to at least know that the parents take that what they're doing seriously and it's meaningful to everyone as a family because it really is a family commitment. It's not just the kid. Well, so often, uh, Dr. Cole, we talk about baseball, basketball, football on this show and running and, you know, aerobics and different things. But uh, two sports that uh, we don't touch on that often, hockey and lacrosse. And let's bring on a gentleman right now who I got to meet recently and he was highly, rec- highly recommended to me by uh, couple of hockey scouts who scout for the NHL and uh, D1 kids, Division One players. His name is Jason DiMaria, and he's the owner of JD Strength Performance out of Lombard, Illinois, uh, strength and conditioning sports performance uh, coach. He was a USA Olympic weightlifting coach. And uh, Jason, uh, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. So tell Take us first through uh, your approach, starting with a new client. You know, you get a young kid who's playing hockey or a young kid who's playing lacrosse, because I know you like to specialize in those two sports. What have you learned? Because you're still a young guy out there, but, boy, all of a sudden the experience is adding up. And what you've learned from others that may be not the way to do it and some things you have liked in the past. Um, Yeah, every time I have a a new client come in, it's uh, definitely a new challenge. So, we always start the same way. I always put a new athlete through a pretest evaluation, try to figure out what strength and strengths and weaknesses of that client are, uh, look for any muscle imbalances the, the athlete might have. Uh, I like to ask the kid himself or herself, you know, what do you want to improve on for next season? And also I try to figure out if the coach at the end of their most recent season gave them any feedback on areas of improvement. Uh, once we kind of have that all established, then we just, figure out which avenue. Uh, we have three different ones that we kind of go down here to get us moving forward, and then we can build a custom program for any athlete that comes in. So, you know, for hockey, we work a lot on strength or speed, agility, um, putting on weight, because as, you know, you're a parent, as you know, kids in their preteen ages are definitely all shapes and sizes. So when you're trying to go against 13-year-olds or 14-year-olds, those are kind of the two ages where the biggest development might be, where you got a kid who's pushing six foot, you got another guy who's barely five foot, you're looking at about 40, 50-pound difference, but they're on the same team. What, what, I'm interested in your thoughts and observations. You're, what's the average age of the, the kids you're working with? 
most of my kids are, I'd say, high school age, 15 to 18, 19 years old. Yeah. So what, what's been your experience with the, with the parents? Um, it's one extreme or the other. There's some kids who have been with me for two or three years, and I have yet to meet their parents. Um, <laughs> so they're learning that life lesson of, I'm going to take my sport serious. I'm here because I want to be here. So I'm going to communicate with you on my scheduling, on my training, um, making sure that I'm putting in the work and the parents kind of just sit there and, you know, if anything were to come up, I'll reach out to them. But a lot of these kids are growing up quicker, so they'll take responsibility for their own future. And then you have the other parents who are constantly involved. They're there every session. They're coming and trying to talk to you and figure out, okay, what are you doing today or what, what can you got going on? Um, sending emails, text messages, and you can kind of see that the kid isn't necessarily all into it as much as the parent is. So I definitely have one extreme and the other. Visiting with Jason D. Maria, he's the owner of JD Strength and Performance out of Lombard, Illinois. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on 670 The Score. So, Jason, how is hockey offseason training different than other sports? Uh, well, first of all, ice hockey is a different beast all in itself. Uh, it's a game that's played on ice and ice skates, not the ground and your two feet that you're born with. So that, to begin with, adds a whole other dynamic to it. The game itself requires, I always try to explain it as the strength of a football player, the speed of a sprinter in track, and the endurance of a cross-country runner, um, all while trying to stay lean, strong, and flexible. So it's a real tricky mixture of various athletic components and it's hard to truly grasp um, what ice hockey entails if you've never played where other sports we've all grown up in gym class we've all learned how to run throw catch swing a baseball bat um, shoot hoops with your buddies play a pickup game of soccer maybe two-hand touch or flag football so even if a strength and conditioning coach hasn't really played some of these other sports competitively we can still translate those basic fundamental skills into functional weight room training, where as soon as you add that ice and a slippery surface and an eighth of an inch of steel that requires balancing, it's really something totally different that you kind of take on. Again, visiting with Jason DiMaria, owner of JD Strength Performance, a strength and conditioning sports performance specialist dealing with hockey and lacrosse players. How about lacrosse? Uh, Jason, it's not a sport that I've gotten into. You know, my boys play basketball, baseball, football, hockey. and uh, But, boy, lacrosse has become very, very popular. Talk about some of the off-season mm-hmm. training and how it's increased over the last couple of years for those uh interested in lacrosse. Steve, Steve, have you had a chance to see lacrosse, high school lacrosse at all? I haven't really watched the whole game. I've seen kids practicing that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen some a little bit on TV, um, but no, I've never played it. My kids yeah. haven't, but it's it's fascinating. It's a great sport. Yeah. I gotta, I, we, it's interesting. So in the city, it's relatively new. So my kid's school never had a, uh, a club or a sport, and this is their first year, their inaugural year, my middle son. And it was—it's one of the most fun sports to watch. It's super physical. It's a little like football and rugby. Um, I, I love it. I mean, you a little got hockey you, thrown in. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's kind of like it's a—it's a hybrid sport, very physical, um, and 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 it seems like any kid of any size could succeed if he's small and speedy versus you know a guy who's you know much more brawny who's more of a rugby type. It seems like there's a place for all different types of athleticism. Would you say that, Jason, to be the case? Absolutely, Dr. Cole. You're, you're spot on with that. It's 
an up-and-coming sport, um, having Illinois just sanctioned and being state-sponsored, I only see it growing even further than it already has, kind of drifting over from that East Coast into the Midwest now. Yeah, it also provides lots of opportunities for these kids in college, so it, and, and girls. It's 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 mm-hmm. really e- equally popular for them. Dr. Cole, um, one thing that I like that Jason does is uh, you know the baseline test beforehand. Yeah. So many people come in, and you know what I like is he's you know he'll put kids on an eight to ten week program, and he'll do a test at the beginning of those eight weeks, and he really keeps with it to see okay what have we improved on, and not only to prove to the parents, maybe prove to the kid. As well, uh, you believe yeah, in those no, things, yeah, don't you? Yeah, that's so far. You do an FSA of sorts, Jason, a functional sports assessment. Yeah, um, we we do our own little hybrid one. Uh, for example, in ice hockey, um, we try to simulate the NHL combine, and we run a lot of the same tests that they do out there, um, so that the boys as or the girls even just good markers for them too. Figure out as you're closing in on 18 whether you're going to get actually you know drafted to the NHL or not. At least physically, you kind of have benchmarkers. Uh, when I work with a basketball player or a football player, we'll do the same thing. We'll run some drills and some assessments and tests that they run at the NBA or NFL combine, just to use those as kind of industry standards for um, baseline assessment and then tracking progress and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, and the other value is that when you do a uh, baseline assessment you kind of get an idea of what to work on and where they really need a little extra work. I mean, I mean, some of it with strength and conditioning is not strength and conditioning, but it's rehabilitation. So if you really find something that has a huge deficit, it puts any any coach, any trainer in a position where they can actually do rehabilitation at the same time as, as trying to get them to a le- higher level of uh, peak performance. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Every one of our training sessions uh, addresses injury prevention, um, kind of prehab at the end of every session to address, you know, high-impact areas. So if you're in a contact sport, we definitely address shoulders and stability there. Or if you're in any type of sport, really, we work on hip mobility and flexibility because no matter what sport you're playing, you're using your legs. His website is jdstrengthperformance.com, Twitter, at Strength Coach J. Jason DeMaria. Jason, thanks so much for uh, for joining us and continued success with everything uh, you're doing. you got got quite a career ahead of you uh, working with the young guys and girls. Well, thank you very much for having me on this morning, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we're back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Weekly. On 670 The Score.